What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special edition A&R podcast. We are talking about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. And we had to talk about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, because our boy D is a big fan of Venom. And so we're doing a special podcast on Venom. It's probably going to be around 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, so sit back, you know, grab a drink, some snacks. If you watched a movie, uh, listen to the podcast. If you have not watched a movie, go away, run away, because we're going to spill the beans on everything, including the end credit <laughs> scenes. <laughs> we are going full out on this no, one. All right. Um, carnage away at this thing. D, it's your baby. So I'm going to write shotgun on this one. Okay. All right. Sweet. So. I don't know how everyone feels about this. I was excited to talk about it with Elvin. I know the fan base is pretty divided here, but basically what has transpired since the last film, Eddie and Venom are coexisting. We'll just give you a brief rundown. And Eddie has rose to stardom by basically visiting and interviewing this serial killer named Cletus Classity. Uh, In the comics, Cletus was Venom or Eddie's cellmate in prison and As the symbiote comes to break Eddie out of prison, it actually gives birth to Carnage, and that's how Carnage is born. In this, Cletus gets infected due to Eddie's visiting him and an accidental situation with unprotected biting occurs, and it infects Cletus. And the basic rundown of the movie is... Cletus is on a rampage across the city to find his old girlfriend and to hunt down Eddie and kill him. It's pretty basic. I don't know if that was a good thing for you. I know you took your two sons. Do you think it was better that it was just simple and straightforward? Like, there's there's not much going on here. It was weird. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was weird. I was just like, okay. I understand that he did, did have a love interest in the comics Carnage. And, you know... I don't know. I just, the two of them didn't feel like a couple. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't gel for me. Like the two of them, I just felt like they were just wacky, crazy lunatics, which they are. But I I didn't see that connection between the two of them when they first meet each other after such a long time. Um, Yeah. And the premise is all right with me, how he became carnage. It's okay. At first, when I saw the trailers, I was like, what? He bites people randomly. Like it's so weird. I would have loved to see Eddie Brock in the slammer next to Carnage. I would have loved to see them slow down a little bit. It felt like they were trying to rush through the beginning to get to this, you know, this whole Carnage thing. And I just felt that interaction between the two of them should have been more time should have been given. That's understandable. I don't know. What did you feel? Uh, For me, I'm very particular about Eddie as a character and Venom as a character. Symbiotes As are you pretty, should, you're a fan, right? Yeah. yeah. Symbiotes are pretty shallow. They're just like, they infect you and you turn into a beast. But it's what's going on beneath the surface. Eddie, to me, is how Bloodsport was in Suicide Squad. He's not a good guy, but they found a way to make him likable. Like, you root for him. Eddie, in the comics, yeah. wasn't a good dude. There's a reason he was locked up. In this, he was just an underdog that you wanted to win, but he wasn't necessarily a bad guy. The one in the comics needed to redeem himself. So Sony just needed a does hero. That, does that, does, I, I want to, sorry to cut you off for a second. Yeah, but yeah. I want to know, does that sit well with you? No, because that's what made me like Eddie. Like he was a villain 
first and foremost for me. And then yeah. he looks cool. Like, it's like, oh, it's negative Spider-Man. Like, before Venom, there was the Scorpion who was like, oh, another bug-type villain who was super strong and better than Spider-Man yeah. in any way. Then came Venom. He has this cool spider emblem there was history between eddie and spider-man and the symbiote and spider-man like it's like a love triangle basically and Mm -hmm. eddie was messed up like you don't go to church to pray for forgiveness because you're about to kill someone or you're about to like do harm so for me this kind of took away from the lore that i appreciated for me the symbiote represents a toxic relationship and substance abuse. Those are the two things it boils down to for me. Because at the end of the day, Eddie deep down knew the symbiote liked Peter more than him. And at the end of the day, there's more than one instance where the symbiote would have left Eddie for Spider-Man. In this, they seemed... But but the symbiote and Eddie lied to each other enough to make it seem like, oh yeah, he, they love, like, he loves me and blah, blah, blah. In this, they seemed like a squabbling couple. Like, they didn't even really seem to like each other. Yeah, that that bothered me. Like, this whole comedy act bothers me. I'm not a fan of this. Like, I don't need comedy in this. Like, I don't mind a jab here and there when they're actually together. But this whole, like, you know, they're, they're the couple thing, like you said, I don't know. That, that really bothered me. I wasn't really into it. Did it bother you or were you, like, you were fine with it? Um... I didn't mind the comedy, except it was amped up to, like, an 11. Especially the scenes where he's, like, cast to draw the map out, and it was, like, fast-forwarded. It looked weird. Just scenes like that. And their bickering kind of got to me after a while. It's like, you don't even like each other, clearly. Like, I don't know what you two are doing together. You're forced to be with each other because you'll die if you don't stay with Eddie. In the comics, the symbiote chose him. Yeah, exactly. Like, not, not, nothing from the comics was borrowed over. Not even the look. Yeah, no. <laughs> Like, I mean, they don't even have the spider emblem on there. I just felt like this part two movie, like, I, I thought we already established that they have a relationship now in, in part one. That was part one. Part one's job was to establish a, rela- a relationship, a symbiotic relationship between the two of them. And part two was, like, they're in good standings. They, you know, they work well together now because we did that in part one where they went through their trials and tribulations. And part two should have been more about carnage. It should have been about how the two of them sat in prison. Like, I've just felt that the time that they spent uh, between the two of them finding like a, a, as a couple, that time could have been spent developing how carnage became who he is, how Cassidy got the symbiote suit. That time should have been devoted to to that aspect of the things. I would have appreciated that. Would you have? You did mention you preferred Eddie in prison, right? Like in the in the comics. Yeah, like I would have. I would have loved to see Eddie down on his luck, thrown in the slammer, and here's Cassidy right next to him, and going, "Well, well, well, look who's here joining me this time." Like around, at the right? end I mean, of the first movie, they very well could have just arrested him because he was at the exactly. scene of several crimes in that film. He could have been separated from Venom, and Venom could have body hopped and broke Eddie out of prison in this film. Would that have been better for you? Exactly. For me, it would have been so cool that Venom, the symbiote, symbiote escapes and says, you know, I'm going to leave, but I'll come back, get you. Or Eddie says, hey, get out of my body. Find a way to come get me in prison, right? 
or fix me, you know, get me out of prison because I don't want if they do testing on me and stuff like that, I don't want, you know, you to be caught in this whole thing. So I would have loved to see that that the two of them part ways. And then in the beginning of part two, they could have shown how the two of them miss each other, hate each other, but can't can't live without each other. Right. And then that gives a reason for the symbiote to show up to prison and I would have loved to see at the very end of Venom 1, you know that scene where he goes and sees Cassidy and, you know, Woody Harrelson's got that goofy side shot, uh, side shot Bob, whatever, uh, his hair. The, the Ronald McDonald. Yeah, yeah, sideshow Bob's <laughs> weird, funky yeah. hair. But I would have loved to see that whole thing removed. But Eddie gets thrown in the slammer and all we see is, you know, they pan away from him and they show... Cassidy sitting in the back there's you know just saying smiling whatever at the end yeah and then now they're in the prison that should have ended the show the movie right there that would have set up a great you know climax for everyone to be anticipating for part two to show up because now they know where part two is going to start off with it's going to start off in prison it's going to start off with somehow the symbiote breaking Eddie uh you know out of there and you know they could have done something similar to the comics where a tear or the symbiote, you know, releases a piece of him and then it sort of makes its way because it's trying to survive. It becomes its own living thing and it ends up in Cassidy's hand. That, to me, would have been something different, but also paying homage to the comics. Anytime you take away the entire structure of how a character was created or how two characters got together... It bothers me because you're taking the essence away from this. Yeah. You're taking the roots of the story away, right? I don't know how how you feel. Do you feel strongly about that? I feel very strong. Um, people people often are like, "Oh, you just don't like change." Well, in this case, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't. I'm I'm not afraid to say that. Like, I like Venom for a very specific reason. The end. You can change things. You can change things, but you can't change the core of something. Yeah. Because that's what it is. I mean, without that core, there is no fan base. People don't like Venom because the name Venom. They like everything encompassing Venom. They love the suit. They love the the talking and the the voice. They love his you know his overpowering structure in front of Spider Man. They love how the story of the symbiote you know connecting with them. They like all that. But if you take away majority of that essence of that character, it's no longer Venom now. It's something else. Yeah. And to me, that's what the problem was from Venom 1 to 2. They totally missed the nail on this. Like, they didn't realize. And what do you expect from Sony and Fox? They never seem to get it right. Very seldomly do they ever get it right. They just said, the hell with it. We're going to do our own thing and we're going to make people love it. And people didn't love it. They thought that if they created a Venom-looking character, like the face and all that, that would be enough. But that only goes so far. The hardcore fans want to see the core storyline. So yeah, I mean, to me, it's just frustrated. Uh, the whole Venom One and Venom Two is like, I don't know. I mean, you can already tell that I'm more amped than you are. I know. <laughs> so, I'm trying. My brain. Most, my you're brain. You're the knows. fan here. You're the hard. You're the hardcore <laughs> fan here. <laughs> it's because my brain associates my love for Venom with the visual of him on yeah. screen. So my mind's like, I know you should like this. But do I even like like this? What I'm seeing here, <laughs> you know, you should not like this at all. <laughs> no, like, like I, I'm, I'm gonna admit, right, like okay. I did find things funny, like 
when yeah. when Cletus is mocking him in prison about calling Eddie a loser. I don't know how he knew any of that stuff. Like, he's like, your dad didn't like you, yeah. and your like, how did you know this? Eddie didn't probably come and tell you his <laughs> life story. But when when Venom freaked out, he's like, you can't talk to my friend like that. I was like, okay, that's like slightly out of character, but that made me chuckle. <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange how. Cassidy knows all this information and he's been in this he's like, and your girlfriend dumped you and your fiance left you and like how do you know this like why do you know all of his like history it's crazy man like it's it really is like you know there's so many other things that happen we'll talk about yeah. that in a second here but yeah that's exactly it it's just like I was perplexed when I'm like how is this guy able to know all this information about this guy sitting in a maximum prison that was this information uh, in the newspaper, like I, I don't recall that. Did you notice that? Did they talk about anything? Like did he they kept say getting like he newspaper information, but it's not like Eddie wrote his life story in the paper. Like there's no reason he would know that unless Eddie told him it, and there's no reason Eddie would tell him that. They're not friends. But so, Eddie was a prominent uh, news reporter, so I'm wondering. Yeah, but like if he knew because of that. It's like, would you know that his mom died giving childbirth? Like, why would why would your yeah. job need to write that about you? Why would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's it like just, literally I try like to make sense of it. You have to like yeah. you have to make up your own headcanon for this, but it's just one of those small things, and people are like, oh, you're nitpicking. Well, I can tolerate a needle prick but I don't like 47 of them in a row. And this is what this movie's going to be doing to me. Just small things add up, you know? like the You times... don't like an acupuncturing version of Venom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's real strange. Uh, so, I mean, this, I mean, we weren't going, I was going into this movie with very little expectations. I was just going to entertain my kids who are big fans of Venom, Carnage, and Spider-Man lore. So, I was just there, you know, to show them some support while they get entertained with some goofy action, right? Um, I sat back and enjoyed my popcorn and my drink, you know, just watching them kind of be in awe because they've never seen Venom and Carnage, you know, in in any form, like not even cartoon. I don't think my son has, my youngest son has seen this Spider-Man animation in the yeah. 90s. You should show him the Fox but Kid I'll, one after just to see, like, what do you like I, better? I think I, I'm definitely... Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, you know what? This is how it really went down. <laughs> Very close to this. And you should watch this because that's how Venom and Carnage became who they are. But, okay, so uh, let's move forward into the story here. So Woody gets the suit, becomes Carnage, avoids the death penalty. Uh, what else, Where are we at right now? Um, basically, like, we don't normally want to give a whole breakdown of the movie, but he gets the suit and just travels across town just destroying things like there's, there's nothing in between <laughs> like there's you know how movies have like okay the hero meets the villain and he might win and the villain might get away or he might lose and he has to yeah. go lick his wounds and there is none of that they don't meet until the end of the movie so i'll just talk a little bit about carnage how do you i at first i was like woody harrelson looks weird to me at the end of the first credits he grew on me in this as a clinically insane person, like a serial killer. I was like, okay, I can accept this. Yeah, he, he played the insane card well. Yeah. I didn't mind the casting with him now. Uh, when I yeah. saw Carnage for the first time, I had some, like, small gripes. Like, like I would prefer he was, like, a little bit more slender. But overall, I didn't mind what I saw. Like, he moved cool. They had the tendrils. They had the axes. Is I, he supposed to be 12 feet tall? He's not. So that bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm looking at, looking at Carter's. I'm like, uh, he looks pretty big there for me. Well, he shouldn't be like almost two story tall. Here's the thing: anytime <laughs> he ate brains, he grew, and I'm like, that's not necessary. Just make him stronger. So that's the thing with with Venom. Uh, they get their proteins from brains. There's a chemical in brains that's also found in chocolates. Eddie doesn't let Venom eat human brains, so he's just sufficing on chocolate. Meanwhile, Carnage spends the whole movie just going around biting people's heads off. And every time he did that, he grew slightly bigger. I don't like what, that. To what all. extent, though? Is he going to be giant man? Like, I mean... Well, did you look at the Hot isn't Toys? Isn't there a limit? This is, this is still on topic, but the Hot Toys was like three head heights bigger than Venom. And I was oh, like, yeah, I know. I was I, like, I, holy moly, he's tall. Like, he's taller than Venom, like, insanely tall. I, I was really disappointed in Hot Toys for doing that. I was like, really? You're going to support this? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not buying it. Like, as much as I would love to buy Venom and Carnage Hot Toy uh, characters to go with my Spider-Man collection, yeah. I'm not buying it because that's not my Carnage. Sorry. You know, you, you lost my $300, whatever <laughs> it is. Forget it. It was close for me. It was just the, that bothered me a lot more than it should. Yeah, but... Venom looks like a midget next to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, come on. Seriously? It, it's, I don't know. That's I... one of, like, the nitpicks <laughs> I have. And then the other was Francis, like, Shriek, Carnage's girlfriend. Yeah. So her backstory is they grew up in the same, like, home for children and then moved to the yeah, same. Like, like a Catholic a... home or something like yeah. that, right? She has the powers of Sonic Scream. At the start of the movie, it's like, they're taking me away because my powers are getting too strong. Like, okay, fair enough. They take her away with no handcuffs, no protection against this power that was so dangerous. They yeah. are violent children. Like, this is a home for the, like, just the troubled. And then they're surprised when she uses the same power against them. Like, you, you didn't... Are you guys crazy? <laughs> like, that's yeah. that's just off writing. That's, that's people acting stupid to make the story progress. We need her to escape... Or be taken to this another facility. Normally, under any other circumstance, we would negate her powers, but we won't, just so we can cause this scene where she breaks free and then gets recaptured or whatever. Like that's stupid. They, it's funny because they're willing to do big changes for small results. That's what it felt like for me. Like we can make her scream and get out of there because we want this guy the police officer to be deaf so we can hit on it down the road. But we'll forget about how, you know, everyone forgot that she has the ability to do all this. Right. No, one, no one's going to remember that. Well, <laughs> no wrong. We're going to remember that. We absolutely going to remember this. I mean, it, it just, I don't know. Like, I mean, they could have covered her mouth up or something, but that she could have just been raw power to power through it. That would have made more sense. Yeah. To me. Even the attempt was there. What did that even amount to? So she breaks free. The cop, Pat Mulligan, he's a Marvel character. He's toxin. I'm not even spoiling that. That's just who he is. Yeah. Uh, she, she overpowers him with her scream, and then he shoots her, and then she falls out of the truck. Then she gets taken to, is it Ravencroft? Did they, yeah. So Fort yeah, Estes, whatever, was the home, and Ravencroft is where they took her. They didn't need all of that. They could have just had someone transport her to Ravencroft. The end. She didn't need to escape only to get recaptured two seconds after that. They didn't need to make her or make everyone think she was dead. That wasn't necessary. 
it's to add some fillers in there, I guess. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there, there's so many things they could have reduced and made the most important parts a little bit longer. Right? To me, like you said, it's unnecessary. They could have tranquilized her and be done with. <laughs> you know, here, here's a shot. Yeah. She went to sleep, and the next you know, she wakes up in Ravencroft. Done story. I'm good with that. I, I'm over it. Awesome. Perfect. And then that's uh, an explanation how you got her there. And you mentioned it was so Pat would become deaf. That also added nothing to the story at all. It didn't, it wasn't used later on as a key plot point. It wasn't used to overcome anything. Like there was no Nobody reason. Nobody cared. <laughs> like they, they, they did. Cared. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. No, no, nobody cared that he was deaf. Like it, it wasn't going to make any difference. Like, it wasn't like we're going to get some sympathy towards this guy because he's deaf. He had a hearing aid on. He was able to hear. It's not like he was completely deaf. He just he lost hearing in some of his ear, uh, so, some percentage in his ear. And that mm-hmm. was it. There was no reason for this. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, why do we care about Toxin's backstory here? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and... Why was there need to have toxin in this? Can we talk about that? Sure. Like, um, I mean, <laughs> for future future movies, maybe. Like, I don't know. He didn't really seem likable to me anyway. So the thing about Pat in the comics was he was, um, how do you describe this? A guy who is positive. He He wasn't naive, but he had high hopes in life. Like, he wanted to be a good cop. And then... He got a, infected. A difference maker, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to be like he wanted to be a life changer. This one was kind of a jerk yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, so in the comic one, he's starting out. He has a wife and kid. He's expecting. He's happy, and then he gets infected with car- Carnage's offspring. So that throws his world upside down. I recommend reading it. It's just a mini series. It's pretty cool, but you could see if he sticks around or what he does. Does he go after Carnage? In this, he. There's no alluding to, to Carnage at all infecting him. It was just basically a cameo, an Easter egg for people who are familiar with him. Until the end, you can decide if they were alluding to that. But, I don't know, do you, do you even like him? Was he likable to I you? Just think that, I, I just think that when, when we're dealing with the story of Carnage, and you have Shriek there as well, and then you also have the 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 relationship with Venom here and and Eddie and then you also have on top of that his ex and his ex's new you know husband to be we've got too many storylines going on here yeah we don't need to add toxin into this we could have had him at the end uh, like we just did with you know with carnage in, in the vic- end of um, Venom 1 we could have kind of hinted at that but there was no need to give a, you know a structure here of how he became deaf and all of this I, I don't i don't need any of that like honestly i'm not here for that tell me that down the road in another movie or maybe in a tv show i don't know i don't care at this point i don't even care about a venom 3 that's how bad <laughs> how is it that is. bad for you I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm still at the i'm yeah, still at it's the a, it's a it's a it is a train wreck. It's a train wreck. <laughs> I like how I'm you said it, it like it's positive. It is a train wreck. <laughs> like it's like, but it is a hundred percent train wreck. And if that's what they were going for, good on them. It is a derailed train off the hinges. That's what it was. Andy Circus has let me down because I'm a big fan of everything he did in the past. You know, Gollum, Planet of the Apes, great, great actor and a director. But this one, 
Not so much. I was telling um, our yeah, friend that... Matt, it felt like a fever dream because I would get home and then I'd remember something else. As like, and oh, you get the chills. <laughs> what is the? Do you remember? So the first the first scene where he's in prison and he gets infected and he breaks out and he starts spinning around. I was like, oh, this is cool. He's going to spin and he's going to bring like axes out and he's going to cut through everyone. No, instead he turns into a literal tornado. Not a, not like with blades or anything. He turns into a tornado, like the Tasmanian devil, like the mask. And he's like sucking. I, w- I was going to mention that to you because when I saw that right away, I'm like, yeah, my friend D's going to have an aneurysm right now. I was like, I don't remember this being one of his powers. He's not Superman. He doesn't have like super speed to cause like, I'm not exaggerating when I say a literal tornado. He sucks and just... Oh my God. Oh man! So that was that was that was red flag one for me. I'm like, okay, that's not a power, but fair enough. The second is where he goes to the convenience store, and he's like, "Oh, do you guys have internet?" And then Carnage somehow gets Wi-Fi, and he plugs it. <laughs> he plugs it to the computer. I, I I was gonna mention that I really wanted to hit on that. Let's let's pause for a second and hit yeah, on. Yeah, this. yeah. When did Carnage? When did symbiotes become hackers? I want to know. Like they have. When, when did they have the ability to hack into and and use his tentacles, basically as a USB or antenna? <laughs> like, when did that happen? So I'll give them. I was like, okay, they're alien, fine. But the thing about symbiotes is they only know as much as their host does. Cletus exactly. does not know a thing about internet. The first thing he says when he gets to the store is, "Do you guys have any of that internet stuff?" So th- there, right there, you know he doesn't know how to use it. When did Carnage know how to input the password, d- render a map of the <laughs> Ravencroft? Oh man, it's it's this it that it comes right back to the writing team, the whole production, the whole you know team involved in this, not knowing their source. They didn't know. They thought they knew because they read a few comic books here and there, but they didn't realize that some of the stuff they're adding in there it just changes the character completely to it's unrecognizable like tornado hacking this stuff is just re- like ridiculous like, nobody wants this stuff someone's someone's going to no comment fan, and be course. like oh oh they can send the symbiotes through phone lines though i'm like they've done that once and it was in a bad comic and they've never done that since so don't bring that up <laughs> and that's not the same as hacking see- yeah, I, I don't see Carnage as a hacker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, literally a hacking a hacker and hacking some body parts, but not in the cybernetic <laughs> fields here. Uh, yeah, that was just a terrible... I, I looked at that and I kind of put my head down. I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like, I was just like embarrassed <laughs> like to be there. Um, thank God I didn't put my Venom shirt on when to watch the movie. Uh, that would have been embarrassing. I saw it. But, okay. I saw it, Yeah, I saw it and then I saw it again. And Jess is like, oh, you're not wearing your, your Venom hat. I'm like, nope. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, there's no reason to represent this. Yeah, this should not be represented by any Venom or Carnage fan. If you're a fan of that, these guys, oh, man, like, just don't even talk about this anymore. Just kind of let it go. How do All you right, so we get the, to uh... near the... Were you going to get to the ending? I was going to ask, like, how did you feel, like, now that we're nearing the end at this point, like, he gets Francis back, they meet up, and he's like, I want the cop that shot me, Carnage wants Venom to kill, and Cletus wants to kill Eddie. Did you like that fight scene? Like, did you think it was cool to watch, at least? Like, that's what I was waiting for. 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Like fighting scenes, I don't have a huge problem with. I, I kind of had an issue with. Um, so in Venom One, we see him, his you know his goo tentacles, whatever the arms come out of his body everywhere, right? He's punching people, knocking down people. He's flying off a ledge on a bike, and Venom puts him back on the ground safely. Where was all of that in the fight? Like, I didn't see his tentacles fighting Carnage's tentacles. I didn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. Visually, I, there's very little of it. I'm like, maybe that's a good thing because I couldn't even tell the difference in the last one. <laughs> like, well, here's the thing: like, I, I obviously I don't care for it. What I'm saying is, there's no, there's no continuation. If you're gonna yeah. change something, then why did you not bring it in Venom Two? Right? I mean, you're creating powers for Carnage that doesn't exist. You already did that with Venom in Venom One, and then you just make it disappear in Venom Two. This, there's no like, like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like Venom One and Venom Two, character-wise, are very different. They've changed a lot, mm-hmm. right? So it, it bothers me. I'm like, okay, we had this, and I was willing to get by it. I'm like, okay, fine. He doesn't have the ability to maybe web sling right now. Maybe this he fine tunes it where he can do some web slinging here and there, but at least it's there. There's something to work with, and then it all just disappeared in Venom Two, and I'm just like, okay, what do we have now? Like, I don't understand here. Why, why go through the trouble of doing it in Venom One, and then just just remove it all together? Yeah. Over- so that that part, understandable, understandable. Bit. Overall, I didn't mind the yeah. fight. Like he didn't get manhandled, but you could tell Carnage was stronger. But there was some cool moves, yeah. like he power drives him, rolls back, just slams him around. Um, what bothered me, again, it's with the, like, lore, is that Carnage and Cletus are supposed to be the perfect symbiosis. Like, they're supposed to be one being Oh, man. I remember that part, and I'm like, oh, this is so bad. Like, there's a scene where... I turned away. (laughs) (laughs) There's a scene where, um... He threatens Shriek, and Cletus is like, don't you talk to her like that. And they, the symbiote and yeah, Cletus yeah. start fighting. I'm like, this would never happen. Yeah. Because they're so close. This is what makes Carnage, like, a threat. Like, yeah. they are bonded at the molecular level. They are the same person. They were, they were better suited than Eddie and, and Venom were. Yeah, exactly. In my opinion. They, they, were, they were more of a perfect pairing than Eddie and Venom. 100%. And not only that, but Carnage is in Cletus's bloodstream. So you can remove it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like drain him completely, basically. Like the thing just resides within him. Yeah. So when <sighs> I can't even like say it, so they exploit that. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, they're not, they're not Venom a perfect. Go, doesn't doesn't Venom go to Eddie? Eddie, look, they are not compatible. And I'm I'm like, no, like, you idiots! <laughs> you had one job. What, what are There's you a... saying? <laughs> They're this supposed to be like the perfect, the perfect match. They're supposed to be like beyond Eddie. <laughs> And that, folks, is the nail in the coffin. That's it right there. If it, if, my, if I was sitting there by myself, I would have walked right out of the theater. I was like, see you later. I'm done. Goodbye. Like there's there's like, changing things and making it your own. And then there's changing things. They just took the... They made them the opposite of what they're supposed to be. It, yeah, it's such a shame. Because, you know, when I saw this in the Carnage for the first time come out, I'm like, okay... You know, it looks cool. You know, it, it they did a decent job. It's, you know, very, you know, scary looking. It's got the look to it. The, the red is nice. 
and and it's just like you guys nailed the FX or sorry the 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 graphics and all the looks of it but it just what happened to everything else <laughs> it just it's like the budget went right to the looks and everything else was like shortcut yeah like, was there anybody with comic book history knowledge in the room when they were writing like you might want to do that right oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i felt bad for you i really did like i <laughs> I felt I felt I really only bad a few for you. People, I was sad. Only a few people would understand. Like when they said that, it was like stabbing a knife through my heart, because <laughs> it is. Yeah, I, I honestly like that's how I felt when Zack Snyder destroyed the Justice League and Superman, all of that. That's I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah, and the frustration, and and you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna walk away from this, and hopefully something down the road fixes something. And we'll get on track, which will lead into our next thing here. So, but just before uh, we do that, how does Toxin come into play? Like, how does he end up becoming Toxin? In the comics? You know, in, in, in this movie. I don't know, because I don't know when he... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, so what, 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 to, like... what happened here was um, Shriek and the cops square off. She hangs him yeah. and leaves him there. And then at the end of the yeah. movie... Like, she basically stabs his eye, too, because she shot her in the eye by accident. So she's like, an eye for an eye. She gouges his eye out. And then at the end of the movie, he opens his eyes. Like, oh, my gosh, monsters. When did you get infected, bro? You didn't... I I, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, is it that easy to get <laughs> that's, infected? That's why I brought it up. That, <laughs> yeah. that is exactly why I brought it up. I wanted to hear your reaction to this. I don't know. I I just, like, did I miss something? Like, was I looking down too long in, in, in disgust? Did I miss something? That's why, I, you know, I just I, I don't know. I, I have no words. I don't know what to say. <laughs> like they made him toxin for the sake of being there. Like, and he wasn't in the movie. It was just like, oh, look what's coming next. I'm like, okay, great. Maybe you can explain it next time then. Because as far as we know, he didn't ingest any symbiotes. He didn't get a cut and it crawled into him. If it happened, it happened off camera. Because I didn't see, I didn't see a darn thing. <laughs> I, yeah, and then at the very end, you see Venom eat Carnage. Oh yeah. So that moment, that moment, I was like, that? I was like, okay. In the comics, Eddie actually did that, but then because the symbiote was in his blood, it just reformed. But then he goes the extra mile, and spoilers: Venom bites his head off. So in my like, in my like denial brain i'm like oh okay no 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 this is still okay like maybe <laughs> maybe cletus could like regenerate his head because it's still in his blood but i don't think they're doing oh, that it, it's over bro it's, it's over, over. Yeah. that universe is done <laughs> that universe is done <laughs> yeah i was in so den- i was in so much denial. like no 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 we could still salvage this <laughs> i don't know that that universe is dunsky <laughs> uh which leads us to our final part which is the end credit, and to be honest with you, maybe the best part of the whole movie, which is so sad to say. I was okay to sit uh, through it because of this scene. I was like, okay, fine. Like, okay, I feel better now. And you guys, if you're listeners uh, of our podcast, remember me saying this, that there was a rumor about a hotel scene and Venom was sitting there and something happens. I did mention that it was like a portal that Doctor Strange opened up, but... 
Hey, I was pretty close from that from what I heard in the rumors. It was pretty yeah, close. I was I was skeptical because I was like, there's so many rumors right now. But then as soon as I saw the hotel, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Elvin was right. <laughs> oh, come on. Give me some more credit here. No, no, no. I was like, I didn't mean it in a bad way. Like, oh, man, like he called it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I heard from the rumors. And yeah, sure enough. Uh, so, yeah. You want to walk us through this little end credit here? So Eddie and Car- or sorry, Eddie and Venom become fugitive basically because there's only so many times you can be at a crime scene and escape prison. <laughs> so they go on the run to is it Mexico? Somewhere like that. They they're on a sandy beach. And then they yeah, end yeah. up in um they're in a hotel room and Venom's like We've seen things that you couldn't possibly comprehend. Like I can give you a fraction of this, like I can show you a sample if your tiny brain can like handle it and he's like okay show me <laughs> so then he's like okay ready and then this the screen glitches out they end up in a nicer hotel room freaked out and on the tv is the end scene from spider-man far from home where he's like and this just in like peter parker is spider-man and venom goes to the tv and he's like oh that guy and you could tell he there's something that he senses about him and he looks at the screen now i loved that scene but at the same time you need to give me a good reason why Venom and Spider-Man would not only interact, but why he would hate him as much as he does. Yeah, I mean, oh, that guy. What do you mean, oh, that guy? I don't. That that really caught me off guard. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm I'm huh? curious. I'm curious in if Multiverse of Madness, like if all the dimensions are stacked on each other and they like remember fractions of how things are supposed to be, or like. I don't know. It's hard to like, like a uh, hive mind of realities. Like, oh, in one world, Venom hates Spider-Man, and he knows that because the multiverse scrambling that goes on in Multiverse of Madness, or is that what it's called? No Way Home. Sorry, No Way Home. Spider-Man, No Way Home. But I don't know. Like, I hope it's not just like a quick Venom. Venom looked at him and hates him, so now they're gonna fight. Like, <laughs> I need more to it than that. But that might be better than to explain all this whole convoluted reason why he recognizes him because is there another symbiote of his likeness in this universe and they somehow are connected i don't know because um because we got like electro there and in the trailer doc ock says hello peter like he knows him so i don't know like do do, do these guys have just i don't know like i it's when when you mess with space and time weird things happen so i don't know like i don't know what to tell but at the same time they still seem confused like they don't know we're what's gonna going have on. to wait and see. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see in Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home, and it better explain it. It better, because this is a massive change. Um, I'm excited, but I'm also worried because here, like, is he going to lose the symbiote or that symbol on his chest has to come soon? I'm getting tired of seeing white veins. You know, I need to see that logo, but now I'm afraid. What's going to happen is he sees Spider-Man and says, oh, I can do it. I can do it. And put one on him. And it's like, that's it. See, and at this point, is it like, wh- why, why does he need it? Like, he goes on Spider-Man and then he leaves him. For what purpose? Well, and you the- know why they need it. Because they could sell more merchandise. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why they need it. That's like, why they need it. In the book, it, it, it was on Peter first. The suit copied his powers. Yeah. And it basically was like, here, here, Eddie. 
will make you as strong as someone who got bit by a spider. You're basically Spider-Man now, but better because you're not a scrawny nerd. You're a buff guy. Yeah. So someone your size with these spider powers, but as it is right now, what more could Spider-Man add to the table? Like Venom in this film is like a Hulk, basically not that strong, but like he can already kind of shoot webs. He could stick to walls. Like he can do all the things Spider-Man does. So I don't know. I I want this. I want the symbol. If it's if it's a cheap way to get the symbol, then sure, whatever. <laughs> you just want to buy the Marvel Legends figures. No, I'll just paint it again. Whatever. <laughs> I don't need. That. But here, here's the thing. The main reason, the biggest thing here with the two, Spider-Man and Venom, is there is a history of hate, right? Uh-huh. And are they going to manufacture that in future movies? Like, it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel shallow. They, Yeah, because they worked so hard to make Eddie Brock a likable character. And I don't see how they're going to make the two of them hate each other because... The audience is going to get confused, saying, "Well, they're both likable characters, so what are we supposed to do here now? Hate one of them for no reason?" It's going to be like, one of those uh, cliche, understand. one of those cliche. Oh, they're both superheroes who who share a miscommunication moment, and now they're fighting, and then they kind of make peace at the end. Like it's just going to be shallow, you know it. Like they're they're not going to they're not going to devalue Venom's high standing in the hero world. Like he's marketed as this anti-hero. He's borderline a superhero because Eddie doesn't let him kill anymore. And then, is he supposed to like go back and forth between universes? Because, you know, you have Toxin in the other universe running wild and rampant. Who's gonna stop him over there? Is he just gonna go kill everybody? Because we don't even know how. Eddie's um, over here. Like, dude, like as far as we know, how, oh, they could have just merged a bunch of universes now. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't be the Who first knows? time. Nobody knows. Yeah. We'll f- yeah. We'll find out in No Way Home, right? If they merged everything together. But yeah, there's a lot of questions and that's a big problem. When you have two movies and you still have a ton of questions to answer, it's a problem. You should have been able to nail all of the stuff down by the second movie. When does... Um, and all it does is... Oh, sorry? I was going to say, when does Morbius come out? Because there's... Um, Vulture was in that too, talk, talk, wasn't he? Like if it comes out after about nonsense here. If it comes out, if it comes out after No Way Home, stop it. (laughs) We shall not discuss this. (laughs) You're gonna have to see it. Okay, so here's the thing. Then is is Carnage done now? Is it over? Like Finito, Carnage is out because I don't know the guy who is like it's over. Maybe, maybe when you bite his head off like that, I assume so. I have no idea. Like, like a, a very iconic character is now out, finished. I, I don't know what what's the explanation is. He just because the universe is combined, there's another carnage out there. Who knows? Another man. version. Who knows? It could be. A but they were carnage, saying um, they're saying with Doc Ock, like his story didn't end when he fell in the river. I'm like he fell into yeah. like a radioactive sun. You're telling me he didn't die from that, so who knows? Anything <laughs> could happen in the comic book. Yeah, we'll we'll find out when we watch No Way Home, and yeah. we'll definitely talk about that movie when it comes out. It is supposed to be chaotic. Um, all right, um, let's do, do our any other thoughts before we gonna give our uh, a score out of ten. I'm not being a any hater. last words. No, as no a, last words. As a big fan, I liked I liked the no fight, the fight scene. I liked the fight. Okay. Okay. All there right. All right. All right. Cool. 
this positive there. I like the way they looked. Um, you know, a little bit of change here there. I, it was wasn't bad in terms of how they looked. Yeah, I, I was more than happy with the way they looked, but I didn't need a giant size, uh, two story tall carnage. You don't need a kaiju carnage. The... Yeah, kaiju carnage. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Kaiju carnage. A celestial carnage. <laughs> didn't need a celestial carnage. Um, okay, uh, I'll go first because I want to. I'm going to I'm gonna make everyone wait a little bit here a second for what your score is because you're the big Venom fan. But I'm going to give this a five out of ten. And I'm the only reason I'm giving it a five out of ten is because of the two how they looked. Um, I didn't mind the acting from um, the gentleman who what's his name Woody Harrelson. I didn't mind him. He was not he he did what the best he could in in that writing script that train wreck of a garbage that he was given to work with. He did his best. I didn't have an issue with that. I thought I would have issue with Woody Harrelson, but I didn't. Um, as for um, Venom. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's not terrible. It's not good, but I, I'm not into that comedy thing. So I that if they can remove a little bit of that and tone it down, make it a little bit more aggressive, I, I think uh, we'll be okay with that in the MCU. But yeah, 5 out of 10. Go for it, D. What is it, your score? For me, it's only 0.5 higher than yours. Mine was 5.5. I thought wow. I thought it was um like I I think I could not take, even a six huh no not even a six not for me but that doesn't mean it's not likable like I know people who saw it who liked it they who? they I don't know anybody <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's it's the people who don't know about the characters so they don't know what to compare it to so I can't in my mind say this is this isn't watchable for all I know you'll like it you might like the comedy yeah. you might like that stuff so I'm not gonna write it off for you guys but for me. I was just sitting there wondering why they made the choices they did and why smart people are acting stupid just to make the story progress further or why I'm watching these two have a lover spat. Like when you, when you think about how much time that all that stuff took up, you're just watching people live separate lives and then come together at the last, the last 10 minutes of the movie. So I don't know. Like I didn't care about that. It's 5.5, whatever. <laughs> 5.5 and 5 out of 10. Uh, if you're listening and you're thinking about going to the theaters to watch this movie, I, you know, we probably, we already spoiled all the stuff for you, but if you're listening and you're thinking, should I just go ahead and watch it? Yeah, I guess you can just go and get some popcorn and watch it and kill two hours of your life. Uh, I mean, go for it, but. You have to, because this is like maybe the only instance where you'll see Venom and Carnage fighting on the big screen. So for that, I recommend seeing it if you Isn't want to Isn't that spend... sad to say? That is so sad to say. Like, you just depressed me right there by saying that. This is like the you... last time. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> the first and last. The first and last oh time. Oh, my God. That is so depressing. That is something that I always look forward to in the big screen and just went away like that. All right. Okay. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys for tuning in to our special edition podcast of Venom 2. Um let us know what you guys think. You can follow us at a social media at Astonishing NR. Check us on our YouTube channel. We're doing all kinds of giveaways every month. So go ahead, go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there and leave a comment for you to uh, for for you to have a chance to win a prize every month. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what movies we you should uh, get us to talk about. We'll definitely be uh, on there listening. Chris is definitely on social media and 
you know, seeing what people are saying. Uh, we're on Instagram and uh, Facebook and Twitter right now. Instagram and Facebook seem to be down, but uh, I think it's back up, guys. Back up. Oh, it is back up. Awesome, cool. Life is back to normal now. Uh, people can start. People can start sending their pictures to everybody. Um, all right. Okay. Well, uh, whatever you are in the world or the universe, Venomverse, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. They are not Venom. <laughs>